I'd be at these parties where people are schmoozing and I'd be talking to people I didn't really want to talk to who weren't collaborating and they weren't connecting. They were narcissistic and they were bullshit. And, and I didn't want to be there and I didn't want to do that. And, and what I wanted to do was something else. And I think this is the thing, you know, is like for those people who are maybe in the film industry out there, you know, like I'm just speaking with you guys heart to heart, you know, maybe you're a great filmmaker, a great actor, a great writer, but maybe you don't have to play the same game that you think everyone else is telling you you have to play. Maybe it's different for you. And maybe it's important and, and, and not just important, but necessary that you go off and do something. This is Way of the Artist with Brandon Colby Cook and Evan Schulte. Identifying your blocks and demystifying your struggles so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art. Here it is, everybody. Another episode with Brandon and Evan. So today we are talking about. Well, it's it's hard to describe really what this is because we we talked about a lot of things, Evan, and mm-hmm, we're trying mm-hmm. to we're trying to call it something. And I I think this is somewhat accurate, but I also feel like this is one of those ones where it's a little bit more than the title suggests. And that's kind of cool, but we'll see what happens here. So if you didn't read it, it's stop fighting with who you are. Now, let me just say that it suggests something, this title. It suggests <laughs> that um, you you are something or there's something about you that is maybe beyond your control. Maybe something that's a little bit more at play than you get to decide and I think that's actually a pretty, pretty cool thing. I think it's actually kind of a relief, but in, in our lives, we kind of have to figure out what that, what that is. And I'll, I'll share something just to start this off, maybe to give it a bit of context. Um, anyone who's listened to the podcast would know this about me. They know that, you know, I've dedicated most of my life. The majority of my life has been in the film industry and I tend to focus on things like making movies and writing screenplays and a certain amount of acting and performance and that type of thing. And something that I've come to realize is that this is not as much at the core of me as I thought. It's more like an extremity. The film industry to me is more like my arm or even more like maybe my hand. Now my hand is pretty cool. Like it's a useful thing. I use it every day. I I do things every day with this, but it's not the spine. It's not like the core. It's not like the heart of what, what gets me up and gets me going. And I was confused maybe that it was because so much of my time and energy and effort has been put into writing screenplays and making movies and pursuing an acting career and doing this type of stuff and talking about it in a podcast and whatever else. And so um, it's kind of exciting to realize that this isn't the the main thing, that this is just kind of an extension, like an extra. And that means that there's this whole other world that maybe has not been given attention yet 
And I get to explore that now. It doesn't mean I have to give up on the film industry. It doesn't mean I stop mm-hmm. making films or writing screenplays or any of this stuff. That's still going to be always a very important thing. And I'll always be grateful for it. But there's more to this life and me than just that expression. And I think that's pretty cool. And mm-hmm. that would have scared me a lot when I was younger, if I kind of came to that awareness, because I was like, no, 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 I, everything is film. Like it's got to be film, right? Um, yeah. So anyway, maybe you can kind of add to this, Evan. I'll, I'll leave it there. Yeah, it's, um, you know, the word uh, I'll, I'll say is like, yeah, it's it's an extension like that that the understanding that a lot of these things are an extension of of something that's even uh that's often even deeper and it can be quite surprising and you know this sort of you know with this title you know like this stop fighting with who you are there's this implication in that title of knowing who you are right that you know, it was like, well, stop fighting who you are. Well, of course, why, why the hell are you fighting who you are? It's like, well, it's because it can take time for us to understand who that is. And that there is this, uh, in many ways, this being, uh, within us that, uh, you know, I would say that we came to this world with, and, uh, that has its own, uh, qualities and wants and and things that it it wants to do in the world and and very often it it won't it won't take no for an answer right and uh the greeks would call this the you know the person's uh daemon right like it was something that they observed there's this there's this there's uh, this force of energy that is within each and every one of us um, that we need to learn how to work with. And, and in the Greek sort of understanding of this, it, it could, uh, the daemon could be very destructive um, if, you'd also, if you didn't honor it and, and if you didn't um, uh, listen to what it wanted. But also that the daemon would, would kind of do what it wants to do with or without you. <laughs> to a certain extent with with or without your cooperation it it's going to do things and very often the way of of discovering that is is you can look at a lot of the things that you get pulled to you know what are the things that by finding very often common threads to um the things that you do or sometimes even the way in which you do things that might be somewhat particular to you. Um, and very often I think that these things go unnoticed and undervalued because in a sense they, they, we almost do them instinctually, you know, like it's like, it's, it's, it's just the way that we do it. Right. And it comes with its own peculiarities and it's not necessarily something that we have, uh, consciously designed to do it that way. And, and, and that's a funny part of, of, our nature and our attitude, um, you know, I don't, you know, I, I guess in the world, but certainly within, uh, North American culture, perhaps, but this, I, this feeling that like, unless I have this real sense that I did it, you know, then I never did it. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't actually do the thing. It's just like, but what if that's not true? <laughs> 
what if there's this inbuilt stuff in the way of in, in which you're doing things that that lends itself and and instead of trying to find someone else's tool find someone else's technique you really begin to understand and develop the thing that you've got because that is a gift that is yours right that could bring something entirely new to to the world that could be so positive to us but um so yeah, there. I I don't know. I know I said a lot of things there. There's a lot of different avenues for this conversation. I'm very excited about this conversation because, um, uh, yeah, because I I think this is not only so personally relevant for myself and and some of my own discoveries uh, just within the last few days, and maybe we'll get into that at, at some point as well. Um, but. Uh, you know, I think I'll, I'll I'll say one more thing with this, which is that I think that most human beings have had the experience of of going down a certain path, no matter how big or how small something was, and recognizing, looking back at 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 something like, oh, that was really what I was trying to do having that sense of of what you're trying to do maybe the the mistakes that 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 you made or the thing that you had convinced yourself of or that you had fooled yourself of in a certain circumstance but you come out of it with this this feeling of like um you know like oh i knew that mm. you know i knew that or or how did i not see that this was always actually what i wanted Right. Because when you discover something that you truly genuinely want, that lights you up, that excites you, you're just like, oh, oh, my God, like this is, you know, that was staring me right in the face. Right. And to me, that's that that feeling, that experience is like it's like that understanding, that realization of uh, and, and that connection with deeper connection with like, oh, this is who I am. This is this is me being actually who I am. Before I wasn't really being who I who I am. But now this is one one step closer and and it's never just one thing and and you're done. You know, it's just like a like a one-stop shop. I think this is a lifelong this is a lifelong journey of having those moments of of discovering those things of of eliminating the the excess and the bullshit and coming into real contact with the person that you've always been. Mm. I think there's something about this that's coming up for me, which is when you're in alignment with whatever this thing is that you more truthfully or authentically genuinely are there feel to me, it seems like there, there's a sense of like, there's a sense of peace and purpose and joy and flow and it all seems so right and natural when you're when you're when you're in that alignment and you don't even know what you're doing like like or I should speak for myself I don't always know what I'm doing but but that alignment feeling is so wonderful and and so I think when you have that alignment feeling you could very easily attribute that to the wrong thing because you're like, oh, I'm making a film right now for me. I'm speaking, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm making a film right now. This must be 
what I'm meant to do. This feels so good. This is so amazing. I'm working with artists. I'm uh, We're creating something together. And yes, there's something about that that is very true. But I misinterpreted that that was necessarily what what was at my core. It was an expression of my core, but it was like, um, I don't know, as natural as it is to pick up a glass of water or, or, or some drink to have a sip because you're thirsty. It just feels right. It just feels like that's what you need to do. And so then you think, oh, that's it. I drink the glass. You know, I that's my purpose. That's my point. It's like, no, you were just thirsty. And that hit on that need at that moment in that way that you needed it, it wasn't necessarily the point. It was a point in the journey that was very on point at that moment, but not necessarily on point for every other moment. And so you keep trying to go back. It's like, I gotta, I gotta do that again. I have to do that again. That'll make, bring me happiness. That'll make me feel good again. And it's like, it, but it's not working. It's not doing it. Something's not fitting. It doesn't feel right. And I'm not in flow again. And I'm not in that joyful, peaceful state, but I love this. Why, why not? And so there's something else you brought up, which I thought was very interesting to me, which was like, um, if I didn't consciously do it, it didn't really happen. I never really did it. And I think that there's something about that, which we all struggle with a little bit because we think that we consciously do things on purpose that are on purpose, like for us. So uh, that's kind of a weird way to say this, but like <laughs> when you were a little kid, there were probably things you did and they were just fun and you didn't really think about it. You're just like, yeah, let's do that. That would be fun. I want to do that. And, and you didn't know why you wanted to do it. You didn't know why you liked it so much. You just liked it and you didn't think about it too much and you just did it. And then it spontaneous, it's very spontaneous. And then when you were done with that, you moved on to the next thing and you did that. And if you had strung a few of those things together, you would have just felt like, wow, the day flew by. That was so great. You know, it was awesome. Let's do that again. And I think sometimes what we don't realize is that the way we're doing stuff and the, there, there's something more going on than we think. So like, for example, for me, when I was a kid, I used to have this friend, Robbie, and we would get together and we would play this, this basically imaginary game. It's super silly, but we'd play it, right? And it was like uh, called Mac and Joe. <laughs> so <laughs> silly. But we play Mac and Joe. Mac and Joe was basically like cops and robbers in, in, in a more advanced form because basically Mac and Joe were the characters that we would play. And we were always after this guy, Bluebeard, who can never get him, but we we're always after him. And we'd always be fighting his henchmen and we'd be, you know, running around the, the, the neighborhood and the yard. And, you know, my dad had a boat and a camper at that point, or my family did. And so we'd use that as like props and set deck and just things to, and we'd be pretending to drive and like shooting out the window and, you know, and then like, oh, someone got on, like, you know, and, 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 and we'd play this. Right. <clears throat> and so this, this game of imagination was probably a very important element for me in my purpose of what like I wanted to do in my life and bring to life. But there were other elements that maybe I wasn't paying attention to, like having a connection with a friend, getting to create with a friend, um, building something 
together with a friend, having a collaboration, you know, mm-hmm. which could be very well, um, you could get a lot of that from film because film is collaboration and bringing ideas together, but film isn't the only way to do it. But because it was the one way that I achieved doing it, I'm thinking, oh, film must be the way for me. But it's like, you could be building a business together. You could be building a podcast together. You could be building a whole bunch of other stuff together and you would get the same need met. So what you're maybe trying to do is you're trying to create and collaborate, um, you know, just as an idea. And I'm, I'm not saying I have this fully fleshed out, but it's like, if I keep forcing myself to always have to do it through film, I actually cut off other avenues for me to actually do the thing that I'm actually more meant to do, which is collaborate and create say right but if i can only do it in the film industry then i only have one arm i'm using and i might have this whole other arm i have and this this other leg and you know i can and if i put all those things together i can actually even do more incredible things but i think what happened for me is i became very tunnel visioned and very narrow in my scope about how i could express this true this very true authentic part of myself and so for me, that's a big part of what this conversation is about. And and just to bring it back to the point that I kind of went off on, which was that we are doing things without consciously being aware of what we're actually doing. We interpret it and think that we're consciously doing this, but we don't realize that that's an outlet. And what we were actually trying to do was this deeper thing. And we're missing that. That's, that's kind mm-hmm. of what I'm trying to draw attention to. Yeah. Yeah. Something that I've, uh, I think I've definitely shared it on this podcast before, but, uh, I've definitely shared this with other people. It's like there, I often encountered this hilarious little phenomenon. It's like a little, little joke on, on me from the universe type of a thing. But to, to illustrate that point a little bit, I've at times found myself in conversations with people, you know, we're really getting into something or they're really sharing maybe like a problem or something that's going on for them or, you know, or maybe it's just like a, it takes a philosophical turn or something like that. And there are moments where I'm like, oh, I'm going to like insert this little piece of, of wisdom here. I'm going to like try and like give a, like throw this lesson at them right now. And, you know, it, it's heard and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then so often later on, the person comes back to me. It's like, hey, something that you said in the conver- in, in our conversation. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, what, what was it? And then it was something that was completely not intentional. You know, like it was completely not like some moment that I was trying to impart something. It was it was something that just kind of came out of me through the flow of the conversation. That was the thing that had had an impact not the thing that I was trying to, that I was consciously trying to do, you know, it's just sort of like a little way in which that, that plays out or has played out in my own life. Um, and, uh, just in, on something that you were talking about, uh, in this line of like extension about how like, you know, filmmaking is, you know, because I know a lot of people are like, no, you've got to, like I understand that there's absolutely a value to really dedicating yourself to get it to, to doing something very well. I, I think that that's, there's, that is something, that is something that we should very seriously pursue. But 
the idea that that is just the only thing that we are is um, total nonsense, you know, and, and you look at people who are at, at the top of their, their craft, the top of their discipline, the top of their, their art form. It's not surprising that you see that they do all of these other little ventures outside of the thing that they're known for. Right. And I, a couple of names that came to mind were like, you know, you look at someone like James Cameron, right? Whatever you think about James Cameron as a filmmaker, he is certainly one of the most prolific filmmakers of all time, you know, really like we can say that. Um, but it's like as much as he is, you know, uh, a, a kind of master in his craft, uh, he's spends so much time just going in submarines and deep diving. <laughs> Like he loves that. Like he loves just getting in submarines and, and that's one of his biggest passions. Some people would argue that it's actually his biggest passion and filmmaking is now kind of the side thing. Um, and you know, someone like who's my champion, Daniel day Lewis as an actor, like he just disappeared at a certain time. Uh, and he was a cobbler for four years. He learned how to make shoes you know, not for a role, not for a part. He went and learned from some Italian guy. He, he learned how to do a craft, right? And it's something he's never talked about because he's like, no, 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 no. I, like nobody needs to know about why I did that, right? Which is another interesting thing if you look at it from the daemon perspective where the daemons just can be like, fuck off. Like I, it's like, you know, <laughs> you, no one needs to know my reasons for this, right? <laughs> my reasons are my own. Like, and I, and, and yeah. no one needs to know why I decided to go and make shoes for four years, right? Like it's, but there's, there's the way and the, 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 who we are, um, and the extensions of who we are and how that manifests itself can be so, um, varied, you know, and, and it doesn't mean that something has, you have to stop doing something in order to be, to do another thing. doesn't mean that you're not really that good or passionate or dedicated to something or good at something, you know, because you have other things that you have a, have a strong interest in doing because again, they all come from something that's a little bit deeper within us than, than just, oh, this is the thing, right? This is the thing. Um, and to just, from, from my own life, um, where I'm really understanding something uh, about my myself is that like, oh yeah, like I'm really, and very often you can see this, you know, you brought up like the childhood story of, of you know, of your own in this. It's like, I, we have to look very often at, you know, who who we were like and, and sort of who we've always been right like who i i've that's a question that i've always liked and it's one that i um that i often offer actors as a question to ask when they're preparing for a role who has this person always been right um because it it can create some very interesting um, insights you can it can open up some very interesting insights into into a character but it certainly opens up a lot of insights for ourselves if we ask it of ourselves right um, who's the person that you've always been right and and you can maybe start to find these these uh, these themes you know these these things that have always been playing out in your life 
um, where your gifts and your struggles, which are very often one and the same, I might add, which is a fat for me is a fascinating one, mm -hmm. um, where my gifts and my struggles are actually so, so tied together. Where often your greatest gifts are the places where you have the most significant struggles in your life, um, and you're presented the most challenges. I find that fascinating, and I can it's it's something again in my own experience. But anyhow, so one of what what I had this realization about was that like uh, my sort of I've always had a, a I've always had this this thing of sharing my my ideas just a, a there's a joy in in sharing um my ideas that I have about certain things which in a certain sense seems like it's kind of a narcissistic thing but <laughs> but I look at at all of the things that I've done in my life and this whole time without really this actual awareness that, you know, I do have this love for just sharing ideas, but it's like, oh, well, I got into acting. I, I've written a book. I really enjoy writing. I <laughs> do this podcast with you. Like there's all of these things in which it's like this, this is, has been happening with or without my participation in it. Right. Um, only that when we, when, when you become more aware that this sort of force, this inclination, um, this sort of natural disposition that we have towards something, you know, uh, I think that it can change the game, or at least that's already what I'm sensing about myself because suddenly it's when you know that that's at the core of what you're doing right or that's deeper to the core of what you're doing because you could it can always go deeper right you can always understand it on a deeper level um but as you become aware of that you suddenly have a responsibility to it because that's who you are you're like and you have to be responsible to who you are um in a way that which you almost can't you you can't help but be responsible to it um and i think that that's that's a terrific thing like i think that that's a really beautiful thing because um i think it allows us to engage in what we do engage in the crafts that we do engage in the in the practices the the service um that we the services that we give um it allows us to engage with it in in a more meaningful way i think not only just for ourselves but i i believe for other people as well yeah <clears throat> wow um it's uh it's interesting going down this rabbit hole with you man it's like uh <laughs> it's one of those things you know it's like um I was I was out uh, I went out and had some drinks the other day at the local brewery here, and uh, I just went out to grab a couple beers for this podcast, and then I was like, ah, you know what? I'll stay. I'll have a beer. And at first, I I sat outside and I had a thousand miles stare because uh, I was sitting there and I was just deeply in thought, thinking about my life and 
you know, what's my next move and what do I want to do? And lots of things have been at play. Um, and then I was like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm feeling pretty good. I think I'm going to gonna head on home. And I walked in and I started having a conversation with the bartender. And the conversation was about film and creativity, but it was like, it was great to talk about film, but it was more about the way we were talking about film. And we were born pretty close the same year and we were talking about films that influenced us. And we got into like, just kind of all of that. And, and, and he's like, what, what are you doing out here? I'm like, Oh, we told him a bit of my story and like, what's going on. And he's like, Oh, wow. Okay. And then I was just like, another guy shows up and he, uh, two, two guys, actually first, the guy, the first guy shows up, he grabbed a bunch of beers and he was just like this older fellow. And I started talking with him too. And then we had kind of this conversation and then he was telling me a bit about the brewery. And then this other guy shows up. Um, and these are just, I don't even know any of these people, right. They're just strangers. And, uh, this other guy shows up and, and then somehow kind of jumps into the conversation because like when you're, when you're connected with somebody and you're having a very, like a real like conversation where you're like really like in touch with each other, you know, it's something about it is attractive to everybody else. And somehow it's like the show, everybody wants to be a part of it. Right. And so these people are just joining into this, this, this almost the show, right. Which the show is the conversation, which is just talking about real stuff, stuff that we care about. And then, uh, you know, the, the, at certain point, the show transfers to talking about this other guy's life. And he's talking about how, you know, he turned 40 recently and, um, you know, a few years ago, he changed the direction of his life and he got into um, basically doing like home inspections for people who are buying new houses. And then we started talking about morals and ethics. And my parents were realtors, so I knew a little bit about that. And I asked him some questions and then, you know, and then film would touch back in, story would touch back in. And then at one point I was like, yeah, you know, man, it's interesting. Like I, uh, I like, I, I, I don't know if I want to be involved in the film industry anymore, I'm not even sure. Sometimes I'm just like, is this really what I want to do with my life? And he's like, sounds like you're going through a midlife crisis. I'm like, yeah, but since 30, <laughs> he's like, yeah, but those are the best ones, man. He's like, you're, you know, you're figuring out what matters to you. And I was like, that's right. I am. And I love film. I don't love the industry. I don't love all the bullshit and the fake people and the, you know, the stuff that makes people cringe that you hear on the media. You know, I don't like any of that, but I love making a film and I love telling a story and I love collaborating and I love hearing people talk about movies that move them. And so what is that? You know what I mean? That's really the question because yeah, like, is it really even a question of, do I want to be involved in the film industry or is it like, is it a deeper question? You know, and I, I think like the thing that's interesting to me about this conversation is like, th like I said, the realization that I've kind of been coming to, and this has been happening for a little while, but like I've been coming to it more and more and, the, and it keeps kind of hitting me over the head over and over and over again. The film industry, it's been a wonderful part of your life, but it is not your spine. It's not your core. It's not, it's an arm. It's like a hand. It's, it's an extension of you that you have you've worked and you've played it, but you keep going back to it. Like it's going to bear fruit and answers and meaning. And it's just not, it's, 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 it's look deeper. There's something 
there's some reason why you like to do that that has nothing to do with the film industry. And so something that I'm be beginning to understand is like, well, you know, we we're just talking about this podcast is I like creativity. I like collaboration. I fucking love playing on sports teams. I love it. And part of the reason why I love it is because I love seeing a team come together. I love having communication with other people and, and doing a play and working together. And, you know, there, there have been guys that I've played uh, soccer with and hockey, but I've played with them and we just built a chemistry and we could pass the ball and nobody could touch us. It was like magic together. And we just had this, this like dynamic energy. And so to me, I'm like, it's not even about the sport. It's about somehow it's about, I love bringing things together in a collaboration and, and creating something kind of magical out of it. And film has just been such a great opportunity for that. And, and I'm going to say one other thing, Evan, before I pass it on to you, but like something that has been really inspiring me recently has been this idea of getting a, an SUV, like a four by four, getting a, a camper trailer and touring North America and being nomadic and just going and connecting with communities of people who want to do this and meeting people. And I would still be doing the podcast on the road and I'd still be doing my online business and I'd still be writing screenplays. I'd still be doing all of it, but I would be out in nature and, and I'd be, you know, living over here and doing this. And this is like, I'm like, well, man, like there's something more to this than you're, than you're realizing. Like, you you go wherever you want. You'll still write screenplays. You'll still write stories. You'll still do all that stuff. Nothing is going to stop you from doing that. But, you know, I've been, for a lot of my life, I was bound to the city. I was like, got to be in the city. Got to be there to audition. Got to got to do this to be in the, in the industry parties and the industry connections. And, you know, and like, not so much in the last few years, but like a lot of my life was really like, I really like, you know, did that. But what I wanted to do I put aside because I was like, no, you need to do this. This is what you're supposed to do. And I wasn't happy. I'd be at these parties where people are smoozing and I'd be talking to people I didn't really want to talk to who weren't collaborating and they weren't connecting. They were narcissistic and they were bullshit. And, and I didn't want to be there and I didn't want to do that. And, and what I wanted to do was something else. And I think this is the thing, you know, is like, for those people who are maybe in the film industry out there, you know, like I'm just speaking with you guys heart to heart, you know, maybe you're a great filmmaker, a great actor, a great writer, but maybe you don't have to play the same game that you think everyone else is telling you you have to play. Maybe it's different for you and maybe it's important and, and, and not just important, but necessary that you go off and do something. And so like to me right now, I'm going to go travel. I'm going to go travel North America and I'm going to live nomadically and I'm going to, and I'm going to fucking write screenplays on the beach somewhere or in a mountaintop. And that's just what I'm going to do. And, and I, I just realized I'm like, you're not bound by any of this and you don't even have to get these things made. You don't have to do anything, man. Just live your life and follow whatever that is. Cause that's very true for you. And you will find yourself at breweries like this or other other social events, and you'll be having a conversation that everybody wants to join because what you're talking about matters and people recognize that. And that's collaboration and that's creativity. And so it's all there all the time. I don't even have to try, you know, but like, 
this is kind of, this is kind of the mind bending weird part of it, this whole conversation is like, oh, you just were like, I was just too narrow focused on this thing. It's, 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 it's deeper and also wider at the same time than I realized. Hey, this is Evan. And this episode is brought to you by my book. Yes, I recently released a book called The Actor's Awakening, Connecting Spirituality to Craft. Expand yourself as an actor and your craft through a spiritual perspective. Take a journey that will explore universal philosophies and insights to help you understand human nature in a profound way and develop practices to take your work to another level. Again, that's The Actor's Awakening, Connecting Spirituality to Craft, available on Kindle and paperback on Amazon. And as always, if you like the show, please subscribe. And yeah, so um, I, I don't know. I don't know if I had a point, man. I'm just sharing because no, no, it's it was, like, it's, yeah. it, it, it's a great share, man. It's a great share. <laughs> um, yeah. And I mean, like the, those conversations can just be so transformative, you know, like, uh, and it's not surprising to me that, that people jump in be and, and because there's something that we recognize when when people are just lit up, when people are, are, are filled with real genuine passion, like it's just, there's some, it just is, has such a, it has a gravity to it. It has, yeah. it's so attractive and, and everyone's just like, I want some of that. Right. Like the, like I'll have what she's having um, <laughs> totally. kind of thing. It's like, I want to yeah. be close to it. I want to be near to it. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I think that that's, uh, you know, that's very much why a lot of artists are in a lot of the circles that they're in and things like that, because it's just like you want to be, you just want to be around that creativity. You just want to be around, you know, or whatever your, your sort of tribe is, you know, like it's uh, people who, why we gravitate towards people who have similar passions to us, because it's like you want to share in that thing, because there's just so much joy in it and it's and it's so much better if it's if it's shared with uh, with other people right it's like this way of of just being like like i see you do you see me right and it's like you see me right and like and 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 that feeling of like being connected to something of being um yeah that we're not reminding ourselves that we're not just these these floating isolated you know beings out here in the world you know it's like we're 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 bonded and connected um deeply with mm -hmm. each other on things that mean a great a great deal um to us so um yeah no i i, I totally i totally get that um one thing i i wanted to bring into this because i really and, and I feel like at some point we'll probably have to have this on like our artist wisdom series. Um, because we almost sort of talked about this episode as being one of those, because there's, there's um, a few sort of quotes that I feel like we talked about in, in coming into this conversation. And one was, you know, like we just, we did one of our last ones we did was uh, a quote from Frederick Buchner. And so that one, there was one that came up and, and I don't know if I'm saying this exactly correctly, but he was talking about, he talks about vocation as the place where your great gladness meets the world's uh, deep need. 
so that was one thing I wanted to just bring back up into this. Um, and there's another author by the name of Parker Palmer. Um, and I'm going to read out a quote anyhow from him, even though, and we'll see if, if, if it spir- spirals into anything, but, um, in terms, I think it's just so related to what we're talking about. So, uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing cause this is a long one, but vocation does not come from willfulness. It comes from listening. I must listen to my life and try to understand what it is truly about quite apart from what I would like it to be about, or my life will never represent anything real in the world, no matter how earnest my intentions. And then a little bit later in this thing, he says, uh, before I can tell my life what I want, oh wait, sorry, vocation does not mean a goal that I pursue, it means a calling that I hear. Before I can tell my life what I want to do with it, I must listen to my life telling me who I am. I must listen for the truths and values at the heart of my own identity, not the standards by which I must live, but the standards by which I cannot help but live if I am living my own life. Mm. And I'll leave it there. But um, yeah, Parker Palmer, that that's from a book called um, uh, Let Your Life Speak. Um, and it's a book that's just like, you know, if, if, if Way of the Artist is a podcast... Um, you know, had like a book list or something like that. I'd be like, that's one that's uh, very much uh, part of our, our sort of, (laughs) our sort of messaging. But yeah, it's this thing of, of how there's this whole thing of, of again, like where we, we often think of, of living as like this sort of act of will you know, like that, that, that to have, to have a life worth living, to have a life that is ours, to have a life that, um, that we enjoy is, is like some sort of a grueling act of will. Um, and so much of, of what he's trying to say and what many, what many other people throughout time have tried to say is that it's like, it's not so much an act of will. It's like the, the act of will is actually fighting through all the bullshit to get to, to who you are. Like that's almost more where the will comes in. It's like the will to, to hear yourself, the will to hear your own voice telling you who you are, what, you know, what you are, where to go like it's it's that's like the real that's the real test you know ultimately is is that is that discovery of of self i think evan man you you talked about so many things <laughs> seven ways i want to go and i'm gonna have to choose one i this is challenging man it's challenging <laughs> let me say this <clears throat> oh man well, I hope some of this other stuff comes up eventually. Here, here's here's one. You, you, the end of that quote was something about if I'm actually the one living my life, and I think that's such a. I might have misquoted that, but it's basically this idea, which is like, when you're trying to force your life down some path that you think you're supposed to be or you're supposed to live, it's like 
it's like swimming upstream. It's just it's swimming against a current. It's it, and you're just like it's so much challenge and strife and 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 struggle you're gonna have because you're you're going against some nature, some some natural element. And sometimes it's going to work because you get in alignment with the nature a little bit, but then it doesn't. And you're like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the struggle is. And I'm sure people out there can relate to this to some degree. It's like, why is, why was it so good one moment and then not the next? And that to me is like, well, somehow you're, you're, you're all of a sudden you're upstream. You're trying to will something that isn't like, listen, like nature will always be more powerful than you. You know, and that's one, that's one of those lessons that you just got to learn in life because man, like try going surfing. You're going to find out pretty damn quick. Like those waves, man, they're powerful and they're scary. And when they take you, they take you and you're going with them. And if you try and fight them, you try to do the opposite of what they're doing. You're done, man. You're just done and you're going to eat it. And, uh, sometimes you're going to eat it real bad and, um, life's like that. Right. So you gotta, you gotta read the wave, you know, you gotta read the nature of, of the ocean that you're in or the winds that you're you're that you're working with you know i was thinking about it um i was thinking about the other day i had this thought about like horoscopes and things and how you know they say some people are more fire sign water sign wind sign and earth sign and i was like man fire is awesome i was like but you know, water's pretty awesome. And I was like, yeah, the wind, man, wind can be pretty awesome too. And I was like, earth, I'm like, earth can be pretty awesome. And I was just like, oh, you know what I mean? I was just like, and I went through this whole thing where I was like, all of these things are awesome and so incredibly powerful because it's like, you know, they're all different and they're all elements of nature. And, and, you know, it, it, you get too close to one you get in the wrong angle of one you get in the wrong spot with one all it can it can take you man it can take you and the thing is is like i was thinking about this and i was like our life is like these natural elements are at play and when we stop listening and we stop paying attention to them and we stop responding to them as though somehow we're more powerful than they are they will take you and they will fucking slam you on your face and they will make you, they will make you eat it until you get up and say, okay, this is more powerful than I am. This is not something that I get to will. This isn't something I get to control. And man, I've learned that lesson so many times in the wrong way. But, you know, I, I think at this point in my life, I'm starting to come to a point where I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to listen. <laughs> I'm just going to pay attention. I'm going to stop fighting it. I'm going to start embracing it and I'm going to start working with it. And I feel like that's a lot with this conversation, you know, but when you start to realize that this isn't a nature that's against you, this is your nature. This is you, this is your natural form and it's trying to guide you. And it's like, every time you go against it, it's going to make you eat it because it wants you to know that you're going against your nature. It wants you to know that. And so when you keep forcing your down, yourself down a path, like I got to live this life, my life has to look this way. I'm supposed to be this person. It's supposed to be like this. You keep fighting your nature a lot of the time and, you know, and you wonder why you're struggling and you wonder why, you know, it's so hard. Right. Um, I mean, so that's, that was one thing that came up <laughs> several. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, 
I guess, I guess, you know, I, there's too much to say, man. There's too much to say that I could go down these other roads and I'll just have to trust that they'll come up either in this conversation or in another conversation. But I think this whole thing of will, I want to say one last thing about that. When you hear a calling or you see a vision or however you interpret this, it then is your responsibility to take steps towards that. You you then have to do it. Like nature will show you this is where you need to go, but it won't carry you there all the way. It it requires you at that point. It says, I will, I will push you and and cajole, cajole you and and urge you and shove you and and downright like throw you at times. But after that, if you want the benefits of this path, you have to start taking steps down this path. You have to wake up, you have to pay attention, you have to look, and you have to go down this road. Like, I'm not going to do everything for you. Your nature is going to help show you the way, but it's not going to walk the path for you. And so, like, the reason why I bring this up is because for me, I just shared, oh, I want to be nomadic, travel the world, you know, get an SUV, do this stuff. I have to do some things now. This has mm-hmm. become in, an enlightening moment for me. This is what I want right now. And this might change. Look, and it could change tomorrow. And I'm totally open to that. And that's fine. And I'm not going to, there's no judgment. There's no wrong in that for me. This is at this moment, I'm speaking as truthfully as I can from where I'm at at this point. This is what I want. And I feel called to it. I see a vision. And now it's my responsibility to start looking up, you know, um, what kind of SUV could I get? You know, what do, what do I need to watch YouTube videos, connect with groups, do things, you know, figure out the camper I want to get, figure out where I want to go in the world. What do I want to do? Do I want to be like, where do I want to be? And, and what do I want to do during winter? And what do I want to do during summer? All this stuff matters, but all of that matters to me right now. And it's clear, but I have to take steps now because, because my nature has shown me this is a direction I clearly want to go. And I see myself sitting on a beach or um, sitting at a campground, writing a screenplay. I see that it's so real to me, Evan. I, I, it, it's like it is happening right now. It's that real, mm-hmm. but I'm not just going to sit on my hands and pretend that this is all just going to happen. If I just wish and hope and think about it, there are action steps that I feel compelled to look up and do and act on now yeah. and where that will lead me. I don't even know. I just know that's where I want to go right now. And that's the direction yeah. the winds are pushing me. The wave is taking me. The fire is burning. If I go the other way, you know, the earth is slanting the hill to make mm-hmm. me go that way, slide that way, just do it, you know? And so now it's like, okay, don't fight it. That's where you want to be. That's where you feel called to. That's it makes sense. It feels good. It feels easy. Go with it, you know? And I think one last thing I'll say, just one last thing is that when you're with your nature, it is easy. It's easy in a way that that's, that's, it's not always easy, but it's easy in a way that makes hard easy. Cause like hard resistance, hard, that's hard. That's real hard, you know? Well, yeah, because that yeah. In, that that resistance, right, when you fight yourself yes. on this stuff, you're living 
in a state of constant confusion. Yes. You're living in confusion. And so when you're not fighting yourself and when you're going with it, you're no longer living in that state of confusion. So you just have to deal with the challenges that, you know, of, of whatever <laughs> you have, you know, it's totally. basically you're, you're just dealing with logistical problems essentially is what you're boiled down to, but you're not, you're not dealing with a sort of existential confusion, which, yes. you know, is, uh, is draining to say the least. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah. And, and, and like, as you're saying, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, there are actions that you have to take and there are consequences for not taking them right like the again bringing up like the sort of the the greek daemon it's where it becomes destructive right it starts eating at you it starts becoming a monkey on your back you start to be filled with 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 regret right about not doing it guilt for not doing it all of these things it's just like you know it's it it be can it can become your tormentor right it can become your tormentor but it becomes your tormentor in a way out of like a place of love you know it's just like you're not doing this thing so i'm just going to take you through the ringer and hopefully hopefully you listen to the point that you're going to actually do something right you're going to you're going to actually take the take the steps and, and move your life in, in the direction that you're actually being called to, right? It's a gift of sorts, right? Um, you know, it's, it's, and so often the battle That's is love. like, lear, yeah, it's, it's learning how to like hear without it getting to that point of, of such tough love, um, but you know, sometimes that's what it takes, and and uh, and when it happens, it's just like okay, you know, like you're best to listen. I think most people have had that, have have had at least an experience like that, you know, where things get to such such a hard point where what you're you're doing in your life, something that you're doing in your life is just suddenly it's just like it's so not working anymore that you have to honor it, that you have to honor it. There's just so much pain. Mm. There's so much, it just creates such a pain point in your life that you just, that you can't anymore, that you have to walk away from whatever that situation is. Right. And, and yeah, like it's, it's, it's not always easy and it throws things into often a state of unknown. Right. But you'll figure it out. Yeah. You'll figure it out and have a little faith in yourself. Yeah. Have a little faith in yourself that you will. You know, Evan, I'm not well, going to... I mean, how it. is following your nature going to take you... Like, how is listening to the actual call of your own nature going to steer you wrong? It's not trying to steer you wrong. It's trying to steer you into the right. It's yeah. trying to steer you into the path that's yours. Right? It's not going to steer you wrong. It, it, You know, like, it's like any of the... the like, and, and don't get me wrong, I don't want to, you know, underplay how, you know, definitely difficult it can it can be to walk away from things that have been in our lives for for a long time sometimes but like it's it's all of the things that are stopping you are are again not unsolvable things they're not as big as as we usually think that they they are mm -hmm. but the you have to, you have to honor you have to honor the deeper thing. 
because it's it's because how can you like it's just it's not even a question mm-hmm. like it's not even a question that that we should seriously consider but we talk ourselves out of all the time so something that comes up for me at this point in the conversation is like having a little faith in yourself you know and having a little faith in that there's something there's something greater than you know that's going on and like some people, they call it God, they call it the universe, they call it energy, they call it karma, they call it whatever the hell they call it. But like, there are some people who function under a kind of nihilism, and like everything is just random and nothing means anything. And look, I'm not going to make anybody wrong. You're going to have your opinion, you're going to have your thing. But like, I'll tell you something that if you're listening to this conversation, I mean, you're, you're open to it to some degree. I mean, you're not totally closed off. Otherwise, you hear what I said and you turn this thing off. And if you didn't, then you're open to this to some degree. And let me just tell you something. Take it with a grain of salt. Take it however you want to take it. When I went through my period of depression, I seriously asked myself, is everything random? Is everything just chaos and nothing means anything? And I lived in that for a little bit. And I really tried to understand if, if that's what it is, what does this mean? And what am I going to do? And what I ultimately found out was that no matter what I did, no matter how I tried to spin it, I somehow made meaning out of shit. I somehow put patterns together. I started filtering for things. I started framing things. I started looking at things either closer or wider, or I, I looked at things that were important to me and not important to me. And I realized even in my search for is this chaos i was doing it i couldn't not do it it was just my it's what i do it's in my nature i just find meaning everywhere and um i'm not saying my meaning was right or wrong and that's not what this is about but what what you can begin to understand is that as a human being you're a meaning making machine you just are and it's part of what you do and it's such a fucking cool thing it's so incredible. That's why we tell stories. That's why we do things. That's why we we talk about our emotional experience. Because who otherwise gives a fuck, honestly, that you felt sad, that you had a breakup and it broke your heart and you felt like fucking hanging yourself or some shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm being dramatic. I'm being fucking super dramatic with the outcome. But like, come on. You know what I mean? Like nobody's going to give a shit about anything, but we do. And I'll tell you what we do, because look at all the fucking movies that are made. And you're watching people walk around in tights, shoot laser beams out of their fucking hands, and you care. For some reason, you go to that show and you watch that. Why? Because you, you, there's something in it. There's something about it that you're finding meaning and value and connection and whatever. And this is just what you fucking do. So you might as well start learning how to embrace that shit instead of fighting it. And I heard this talk by Alan Watts, Evan, and I I would be surprised if you heard this one because I've listened to him so much and I've never heard this one until like this week or last week. And he talks about how we get so amazed and so impressed by like a flower or something by nature, or this roller coaster, something, something he just goes off on those things. And yet we see these people around and we don't find them amazing. And you're fucking mm. incredible. Look what you could do. And look, maybe you've never tested it. Maybe you never found out, but you can bring your imagination to life. How fucking cool is that? That you could go and you could just decide, hey, I'm going to create something. I'm going to do something. I'm going to, you could, you could 
take the drink you have in your hand right now and you could throw it against the wall and fucking say something to someone else over here. You could just do that. And and you can cognitively understand certain things that like, th- th- like if you just start getting fascinated with the fact that you exist and that there's this potential and possibility that can come out of you, this path that we're talking about right now where it's like your nature and like stop fighting yourself is the only way to go because you don't know what the fuck you are you honestly don't and this is the thing man i was depressed man i was thinking about fucking jumping off a bridge i was like i was at the point where i was like what's the fucking point i might as well just fucking end it if this is what it is and it was a slow turnaround there was some work to do but like i look at that guy and i go oh man you were just missing. You were missing how fucking incredible this all is. You just couldn't see it at the time. You couldn't understand it. You know what I mean? And it just, and it was tough, but I'm glad I went through it and I'm glad I came out of it. And I'm mostly, I'm glad I came out of it because I can share with others who are going through it or might potentially go through it or have gone through it. And I can say, we can fucking make it through that. You can make it through anything, man. You can do anything. You're just fucking incredible. And and you might be working some job where you're doing it and you fucking hate it. And, and you just like, you don't feel good about yourself. You don't like yourself. Your parents were shit to you. You don't have any friends. You know, you're going through this, whatever. And that can all fucking turn around. It can all just turn around. And that is fucking amazing. And I know you you don't see the path, right? If you're in it, you don't see the path. You think you're there. You think you're stuck. You think this is this hell that you're in. You just want to get out of it. And you don't know how. And you're just, you're just stuck. And I can tell you this. You can get fucking out of it because I got out of it. And I didn't see a fucking way. I And I'm not talking about I had a little bit of hope. I had none. I was fucking. I was. I, I came home one night and I, and, and, and my life on the surface looked pretty good to other people. And I fucking sat on the edge of my bed and I put my head in my hands and I cried my fucking eyes out. And I thought about going down to the bridge and just jumping off it. I thought about this and I thought about what would be the consequences of that and why, why would I, and why wouldn't I? And after that, I said, I didn't have much, man. I did not have much to hang on to, but I decided that, there was a lot of there was a lot of things, but I'll tell you one thing. I, you know, because I'm jumping some stages here, but like there was a point where I said, you know what? Oh, I like playing fucking video games. So you know what? I'll just stay alive because like, like at least I enjoy that. So let's, let's fucking do that for a little while. And so what I did is I played video games, and this sounds really stupid, but I did it. And what happened was I played video games, and what video games gave me was they gave me a sense of control that I didn't feel like I had in my life because I felt like I was totally out of control and everything was shit and I couldn't control anything. But in a video game, I could put my effort and energy and I could start to control it and I could start to get results and I could do things. And I thought, eventually I did that for a while and I thought, you know, what if I took these lessons I'm learning from video games and I applied it to my life? What if I just gamed my life? What if I made my life a video game and I just started to fucking win at it? Because I can win at a game. So maybe I can win at life. And then I fucking crawled my way out of that fucking dark hole. And I got here. And um, 
man, I, like, I don't know what to tell you, but like walking through the valley of the shadow of death and then coming out of it and looking down at it from the mountaintop, which, you know, I could go through it again now, but it would never be what it was the first time. It would never be like that again because I've already faced the darkest fucking moment. I've already met the devil of me. You know what? I've already met my demise. I've already faced the demon. And so now it's like, okay, now it's just, you just fucking carry on, you know? And, you, and, 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 and never, never again will I ever, will I ever ask, you know, is there a point? Because the point is I'm alive. And and that's a weird thing to say, because if you're in it and you can't see it yet, I get it. Like, you don't understand. But like, that, I mean, that's kind of what I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying like, you know, with this pain we go through, we're talking about the nature of it. It's like, it beats you down and you can get depressed. Right. And that's one response to it. But um, you know, who, who's ever out there listening, you know, there's a survivor in there. There's a, there's a fighter in there and there's someone who just needs a little, a, a step in the right direction of purpose. And the whole fucking world could open up for you. And it could happen very, very quickly is what I'm saying. Mm. But depression is you're still trying to go down a road that is a dead fucking end and you know you can't go down it and you haven't accepted that you can't go down it yet and the moment you realize that there's another path depression is escapable man because depression's a fucking it's it's a it's a dead end and you keep going down it you keep going down it you keep going down it. what's the point what's the point you can't get anywhere can't do anything but eventually just walk down a different fucking road go down a different path try something else and you will find a way, man. There is a way. Just don't give up. Don't keep walking on that dead end anymore, you know? And it's hard. It's it's not easy. I I, I know, but mm-hmm. yeah. Well, let's uh let's wrap this one up. I think we've talked up. long enough. <laughs> wrap it up on the on the on the harsh yeah. deep <laughs> moment. Well, All we'll right. say a few closing things. So I'm not having a beer, um, because I'm just uh recovered from <clears throat> a uh on the tail end of a of, of a bit of a bug so i'm just drinking i'm just drinking bubbly water <laughs> hey man so drink it up you got to take care of yourself man it's not mm. all it's, it's all good um so i'm having a really delicious beer and this is another one from uh blind man brewing which i've been enjoying i don't know like, I don't know how long I'm going to be right next to this brewery. So I'm trying to basically get through their whole thing because I've just been really enjoying everything. But this one's called uh, Fresh Connections Double IPA. So it's a little high in alcohol content, which I, at this moment, I'm not really sure. 8.8. There you go. 8.8%. Oh. But you wouldn't even notice it. You wouldn't yeah. even notice it. And... um uh, anyway, here's a can. If anyone's on video, it's kind of cool, but, um, great beer, man. Just, just really tasty. Um, obviously it has a high alcohol content, but it's one of those ones where it's like, you don't notice it. It just tastes good. And I'm always impressed when a beer can have such high alcohol content, but tastes so good. And they can find that 
sweet balance, you know, between um, just the good beer and <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, all right, man. Well, <clears throat> you have final thoughts or do you want me to go first? I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and, okay. uh, I mean, uh, this has been a fantastic conversation for me. I've really enjoyed this one. And, uh, um, especially since it's something that's just so, f- so fresh and, 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 uh, I, I don't know how much I have left to say. I, I, I think that, that there's been a lot already said. So, uh, as far as final thoughts, I mean, I, so much of, of what we talk about on the show is just about like, it's, is about exactly this, you know, like stop fighting who you are. Um, start listening to who you are that, and it's, it's a voice that is, that's speaking to you. That's trying to speak to you. Um, but, but you've got to really listen, you know, you've got to really listen, listen for it, but it's there. You know, it's like, it's quiet, but it's persistent. (laughs) Yeah. You know, the most persistent voice that's, that's there. And, 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 um, you know, it's, it's, I think it's, it's the most important journey we could ever go on, you know, is that journey of self, the journey of self-discovery and, and of finding that place where, um, you know, that, that thing that, that brings us tremendous joy that are also these gifts that we came with and where that meets, where that meets something that we can do in the world, um, is just, you know, like there, that's the best, I think, adventure that we could, we could possibly hope to, to, to go on for ourselves. And, and, uh, I don't know, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna re-listen to this podcast. I don't always re-listen to our podcast. I'm, I'm kind of like a person who, who's like, you know, I, I have to listen to some of them to like for, for editing, you know, like the, the, our trailers and stuff like that, but it's like little bits of it. And, and otherwise I normally kind of just like, no, just let it go and, and sail it out there. But this is one that I'm like, no, I think I'm going to have to come back and listen to this one. Cause I think there's, there's some messages contained in it that I probably need to hear a few times. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, this one's been a, this one's been a, been a absolute delight to, uh, to, to talk, talk about. Yeah. It's been the same for me, man. It's been, this has been a really important conversation because I feel like for me, just personally, there's such a big transformation occurring and it's been occurring over the last you know few months but really the last few weeks really. And it's, it's all kind of, it's almost been coming to a bit of a head, you know, where it's been coming to this point of clarity. And I, I think there's something about that in this conversation, which we never really got into, but I want to mention is that when we're talking about kind of meeting yourself, you know, your true nature, don't expect that you need to do it tonight, <laughs> today, or, whatever, like that it has to just happen now, like give it some time, give it some room to breathe, give it some room to show you and share with you. Like think of it like a conversation that might need to take place over several days, several weeks, several months, several years, maybe depending on where you are in life, who knows? I mean, and, and, and then don't think of it as done. 
think of it as we've now opened the door. We've opened up the stage. We've created the floor for this conversation to occur over and over and over again. And we will, we will discuss who are we? What do we really want? What are we really after? What's, what's calling us? What's the vision? You know, what's true. And, um, the other thing I would say, you know, I mean, it's, it's hard to wrap things up in some ways with some conversations because we covered a lot of things and I don't think that's really where my heart is calling me to end this, but where it is calling me is to say, and this is a lesson that I think that I've really begun to, to understand on a very deep level that I never really got fully until recently. And, and this lesson was really like, just be very mindful of values and whose values that you're taking on, because it can be very seductive, the world and other people and media and all this stuff, like telling you what you should want and what you should care about and what matters and how you should be and how you should look and how you should live and all of this stuff. And so I would say if I could leave you guys with anything, I just say like, how about all that's up for question? All that's up for debate. None of that is solid. None of that is figured out. None of that's certain. And if, if you can like, let that be flexible, then maybe you can find out what you really value. And I think the reason why I bring this up is because what I've discovered is that I've been seduced a little bit by some other people's values and I let that take me down a road. Now, I don't regret it and I don't actually even think it was a mistake. I think it was necessary for me to go down the wrong road of values so that I could see they were the wrong road and that reconnected me or even just connected me with the values that I actually have and what actually matters to me and it took a little bit of courage to actually finally say wait a minute that's not what i value this is what i value and now that i know that what am i going to do about it what am i going to do with it and so I, I i you know i would say like those are good questions to ask you know so if i can leave you guys with anything in this conversation you know that's what i'm going to leave myself with and um, I'm very excited about the next chapter that I'm personally about to take on with my life. And I don't know where it's going to go. Honestly, I don't. I have no idea where I'm going to end up and what's going to happen. But something I learned over the last few months over these conversations is instead of getting caught up with destination, focus on direction. Where do you want to direct yourself? And if I can say anything, this conversation has helped me direct myself a little bit better. Thank you for listening in on our conversation today. We hope you found something helpful that you can carry forward with you. Head over to our website, wayoftheartist.com, for more free exclusive material and learn about the show. If you haven't already, please support us by subscribing to the show, sharing it with people you know, and keeping compassionate, creative conversation going.